the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Chablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. Hello, good morning or evening or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. We are back with another episode of Theology Alive podcast, and this is going to be a great one. You know what's great about listening to the Theology Alive podcast is you could listen to it when you are taking a shower, when you wake up, when you're driving, when you're about to sleep, when you are watching a movie that you don't want to watch that's boring and you've got your headphones on. Look, you can listen to this podcast whenever, wherever you are. As long as you don't do it while Isaac is preaching on a Sunday morning, you can listen to it at any time. Yeah, that's good. And I mean, we I think we have a good balance that it's like... It's it's not as heavy that mm. you're like, oh man, you can't do anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we still will say we have some good content, I would say. Like we right? would like to hope. I mean, yeah. we at least hope. hopefully we something help. to yeah. think about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so today we have a segment called Tap Interviews. Um, yeah. We haven't had an interview for, interview for a while. Mm-hmm. Our last interview was Mark Penrith, right. um, the newest addition to the Central Baptist team mm-hmm. and we thought look we'll keep it to new new edition exactly. new to the team and all that stuff so today we've got our two new interns yeah conrad and tolamo hi <laughs> hi everyone <laughs> so so already from that <laughs> They already just told you their personalities without yeah. saying yeah, yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. You know, That's we've, so true. We've got so the really chilled and, and, and mellow, mm. yet very witty Conrad. Yep. And then we've got the excited yeah. and, and flamboyant <laughs> and, and listing of more nice words. I, I don't want to say Energetic. Because loud can be offensive. Loud can mm. be like, yo, he's annoying. He's not annoying. Mm. Um, just very, very energetic. Mm. Um, just sometimes we... annoying. But <laughs> <laughs> This is the time we use that Z word. Yes. Javadeh. Come on now. <laughs> right, so, so we have a cap in the podcast where we're allowed to say Javadeh twice. <laughs> so, so, and so, you've already you used it once. I didn't know that before I said <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying to spread this, uh, this word, you know, I said, uh, he should get a chocolate if in a year's time it becomes part of Central's vocabulary. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm glad he hasn't said it when he's doing announcements yet. But anyway, look, we, we, we are glad, um, as a church to be able Absolutely. to do something like this. I think, mm-hmm. um, for, for the last few weeks, I've been thinking about how much of a privilege it is, um, to be able to open up an opportunity for people to come in and say, look, 
I'm not sure if I want to be in ministry, um, but I have a year that uh, I have and I want to give it to the Lord. Um, and we, we have five interns, which is, mm. which is a massive blessing. Absolutely. Um, w- when you think about what it costs to have interns, um, it, it is not cheap. Um, yeah. and, and that's not to say that we're a rich church, but it's, it's just to say that um, we, we, we do want to bless them as mm. they continue to serve alongside us. And it's a massive blessing to have, to have these guys with us. Yeah, the, the one thing mm. that has also been really great is just how the, the, the team you know the five interns and four pastors and there's a lot of people but mm. we've uh, clicked really well you know there hasn't been issues because you know for me that's so important you know when you yeah. you're working alongside other folks and as the team becomes bigger you know there's hey, how is this going to work yeah. Yeah. and but it's it's been great so maybe let's start with with you Conrad uh, tell us a bit about yourself uh ready to grow up yeah <laughs> Okay, uh, so so not your testimony. Just tell yeah. us about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a central baby, part of the furniture. Mm. It's cleaning out the storage today, and I saw all these chairs that I used to sit on. I was like, <laughs> so yeah, so I've been here my whole life. Mm. Uh, very unexciting, honestly. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You need to be careful when you say stuff. Oh, when yes, you say sorry. unexciting, I try to say was our central business is boring. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> On the central podcast, is that right? Somebody pull out that contract. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a little bit that, but (laughs) uneventful. Yeah. There we go. You know, I haven't been to other churches, so yeah, this is all I know really. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, and I've stayed in the same house all my life. Only been to two schools my whole life, you know, it's uh, pretty. Basic life, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, I remember Pastor Charles saying he remembers dedicating uh, baby Conrad mm. all, all those years ago, which which tells you that he's basically part of the furniture. Mm. Um, he he talks like he's got a really chilled life, but he's got a really cool car. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. a, like an old car, but it it's turns like, heads. You know, it's mm. like a car that only cool kids drive. I mean, yep. we drive like Toyotas and Kias, and he's got like uh, what's the year? Uh, it's a 1973. 1973 car. I mean, listen, you just listen to that year and it already screams cool yeah. kid. Yeah, and, and as soon as he starts it, we all know. Conrad's here. Conrad's here. Exactly. <laughs> Tolamo, tell us about you, brother. My name is Tolamo, um, a.k.a. Gundo. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't correcting you, but you left out the additional part, okay. which is Gundo. Um, mm. My vendor yeah. name. I, love I feel like you that. need to repeat that because... Often people are like, wait, what's the new intern's name? So say, 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 Tulani? What is it? Tolamo. Tolamo. That is my name. Um, I'm not a, I'm not part of the furniture here at Central, unfortunately, but I've been coming since 2012. Around then, um, they have this really cool program called Holiday Club that they run every year. I'm hoping they run it this year. Yes. Yes. So, so this is where all the kids around the block come. Um, we learn about God. We learn about Bible stories. We play games. And we have such a cool time. Um, and that's how I first started coming. And since then, I thought they were... He said, I only have two chances to use this word. So I won't use it now. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. And now I find myself here interning um, because I have a desire to get into full-time missionary work. Just fixing the mic. 
Yeah. So yeah, that is me. Is there sure. anything I missed out? No, no, no. That sounds 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 like a, a, a good journey. Now there's a word, Martiniano um, Gomez Pinto, <laughs> that has been on my mind for for for, for quite a bit, bro. Um, and it's that idea of legacy. Um, mm. So this this past week we were um, uh, we had the Simeon Trust. Right. Uh, we had workshops um, about. Um, the science and the art of delivering a sermon. So it's basically um, hermeneutics and homiletics uh, together, but mainly it was hermeneutics. Um, how to study the text, look look through the text, mm. um, and and come up with the author's intended um, message to the audience or the recipient. Now, anyway, with that said, we we're looking at the Apostle Paul and we we're looking at the, the life of Timothy in the in. Paul's second letter to Timothy, mm. and this idea of legacy comes up where right. we, we get Eunice. Uh, we see the gospel spread from Timothy's grandmother to his mother, and then it mm. lands to him. Mm-hmm. And the Apostle Paul says it was similar for him as well. And I think with these two gents, we have, we have something of that sort. We have two mm. guys who uh, are from Christian homes. Um, mm. so, so, so with that said, um, Please share with us what when was when was the moment for you where you became a believer? Were you were you a believer because you were born into a Christian home? Does 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 um, spiritual does a spiritual legacy mean being born in a Christian home making you a Christian, or what happened in your lives where you became a Christian? Anyone of you can go. Uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely think it is. To answer the question, it is important, I think, having that legacy passed down. I think that's where most converts come from. Uh, but to answer your question, the other question, no, being mm. in a Christian home uh, doesn't just get you into heaven. Mm. Um, so a bit of my story. Uh, so obviously raised in a Christian home, uh, had my Christian morals, if you could say that. Mm. But uh, really just a, uh, just a selfish life, just enjoying going about doing things that I loved and, you know, found pleasure in. Mm. And then at some point, uh, grade 10, 11 year, um, I just started to, life just felt fruitless, pointless. Um, I really felt as though there's no meaning to life. Um, and it was really in that period that I actually, you know, I cried out to God to, to help me uh, because, uh, you know, you're feeling bad. You just want to feel better. Uh, but I think that was... <laughs> perhaps God's hand of, of discipline actually showing me that uh, I needed to turn from my ways uh, because I was just living a life for myself. So through that, you're showing that this life is pointless uh, and that you need to come to me to actually find life. Um, and then I, I turned to Christ um, and uh, gradually I realized more of my sinfulness and my need for him and my need for what he had done on the cross. And uh, that's just a bit of my testimony. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the same is true for me. Um, being in a Christian home definitely does not mean that um, your kids or everyone else will be Christian. For me, growing up in a Christian home, I could have thought I was Christian because mm. uh, I went to church all the time. I learned about David and Goliath mm. and Jesus and, and Moses and Noah. Mm. Um, but really, I think at around 12, 13 years old, that's when I got a grasp of the gospel, the Jesus, and I'm going to use Senor Pinto's favorite words here, penal substitutionary <laughs> atonement. Um, I, um, I learned about his substitute for me, and, and I think it was at that age that I trusted in him as the mm. savior of my soul. Mm. What age was 
12, 13. So I, I, I wish I could be like other guys who tell you the exact date. I mm. mean, some people will tell you on the 13th of March, 2004, <laughs> at this church, this is the time I received Christ. Yeah. But I can't, I can't tell you that. But I think at around that age, that's when I, I received mm. Christ. Mm. Conrad, did you tell us how old you are? So in my grade 11 year, so I would have been 17 cool. around that time. Cool. Again, I don't know exactly. So. <laughs> you know, you what, know, sorry, yeah. I, was, I was just gonna say, just sitting here, I realized I think I'm the odd one out because your parents are missionaries, mm-hmm. so you're also a Christian home baby. Yep. Carsten's uh, parents are Christians. Carsten's uh, mom, guys, is like a prayer warrior. Of mm. road, like, <laughs> yo, when we talk about prayer warriors, she's like a soldier, always mm. armed and ready to pray. Man, such an encouragement and a blessing to me every time I hear about her. Mm. And then I like, I'm just like this sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> so so I have to ask the question, what are what are some of the dangers or, or, or the benefits of, of, of growing up in a in a Christian home? That you, you now being older, being a believer, you've picked up. So do you mean in terms of um in terms of bringing one to salvation or after salvation? I just both. both. I think um in terms of before salvation mm. Um, it's you. It's stored up in your mind somewhere. Mm. Um, there's generally a belief in God, which is a start at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've you've heard about Christ. You've heard good things. You've you've seen in church other people loving Him. And I think oftentimes in a struggle, in a time of need, um, that can actually cause you to turn to God more earnestly mm. um, when otherwise maybe you wouldn't. Sure. And that's that's kind of a bit of what happened to me. So I think it, in that way, it is a benefit because there is this, this, you know, you've had teaching before you've mm-hmm. heard about Christ. And I think in that way, it can help. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree with Khan more. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll touch on the dangers. I think the dangers could be um, that sometimes you have this false idea that because your parents are Christian, or because your family is Christian, that you too are Christian. Mm. And when you go to church and you do all these other stuff um, that they do, you can get a sense of, okay, I'm a part of, I'm a part of this Christian family, mm. whereas you're really not until you receive and believe in Christ. So I think that sure. could be a danger. Mm. Um, Maybe yeah. if I can add both a benefit and a danger. I think a uh, benefit, just a uh, true christian life modeled mm. um yeah. you know I, I, uh, I, I actually kind of realize it no, more now as i'm trying to raise levi and mm. and looking back at my dad praying and, sure. and reading the bible and exemplifying that mm. uh, to me and mm. and so i agree with what has been said it doesn't guarantee you uh, but it it is just a great to see right there an example of of christian living yeah. uh and, and so that's definitely a benefit that i know not not many people um have uh, i think there is a <clears throat> a danger in the sense a bit of um sometimes uh tradition and uh yeah. just as you grow in 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 your Christ likeness and even in your understanding of the scriptures and Bible, you know, um, it sometimes it might be a big jump to leave out some of what you learned 
that maybe was more of a tradition than sure. what the Bible exactly yeah. uh, explains, you know. Sure. Uh, and and I do want to make a distinction because today's day and age, all about this deconstruction. Yeah. Uh, that that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about reformation, <laughs> yeah. aligning more and more to to the scriptures. Uh, so I think, but uh, someone that grows up in in a Christian home sometimes. There might be things that are instilled in us that um, are are not exactly. Uh, they are implied as if they were biblical, but, yeah. but uh, it's maybe more traditional. Uh, sure. They and they can be both beneficial and not. But being able to make that distinction, um, yeah. it's yeah. I think it's Vodi who says. If you don't disciple your kids at home, someone else is discipling them for you. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly, sometimes I do wish, I mean, I know God in His providence um, mm. has allowed for my upbringing to be what it was, to bring yeah. me to this very point. Yeah. Um, but often, sometimes I think, I'm like, man, if 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 I grew up in a Christian home, I'm, I mean, I, I might have known these things earlier. I might have known more of the scriptures. I might have known, you know, so much more. But then just understanding God's providence in that as well, that He allowed for, mm. for me to grow up in that home so that I can now be a light to my home today, uh, praying that my, my folks come to faith in Christ. So, mm. so yeah, I think parents, I think it's, mm. it's, it's vital. It's vital that you disciple your, your children in the ways yep. of the Lord. Um, we, I think we've had an episode about that already, but yeah, yeah just even challenging again with the words of Vodi. If, if you aren't discipling your children, someone is doing it for you. Mm. Mm. Anyway. I wanted to ask uh, you guys now, um, and as you come into the church and and now you're going to be involved in in ministry, what, how do you see uh, yourself uh, serving in terms of uh, what has God uh, gifted you in in terms of ministry and serving and you're passionate about? Uh, yeah, maybe just share a bit of that with us. So when I, when I was first asked this question in my interview at the beginning of the year, I remember saying the words zeal uh, <laughs> out of context. And that's because I was nervous, okay? Um, <laughs> but to answer this question now, um, I think I'm gifted or I have a passion for kids. Mm-hmm. I have a passion for, for, for young kids who want to know Christ and um, are really in that stage in their lives. And I think it's been such a great blessing to be involved with Awana, mm. which is our kids' program, a mm. ministry that runs every Friday at half past three. This is me putting them on. Plug. Um, Plug. <laughs> here at Central. So, so it's, it's, it's been such a blessing. Sorry, um, sorry. Half past three at Acadia. At Acadia. Six o'clock at the hill. Six o'clock at the hill. Yeah, right. Don't forget it, man. Don't forget <laughs> <that>. <laughs> So it's been such a blessing, and I think um, just my, my ability to be able to match the energy levels because they're loud and they, mm. it's it's I can relate with them better yeah. and <laughs> try and bring the gospel to them. So yeah. Yeah, I think I won't say zeal this time, but yes. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah. yeah, praise the Lord, man. Um, for me, I'm I'm still figuring that out. Um, mm. I, I do feel as though a growing. I don't know, uh, enjoyment of teaching mm-hmm. in different ways. Uh, I'm not sure if that, sure. I, I feel like I still need to search that out a bit mm-hmm. more. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think as I've gone through it, that's one thing that's stood out a bit more than the others. Mm. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> sure. If when you when you now look at this year, um, I mean, so I guess this is two questions. I think the the first question is, um, what would you what would you love to grow in this year um, as as the year grows? Um, and the second question is. I mean, it's only been three months, but I'm going to take a stab. What, um, what have you learned so far about this um, massive ship called the local church, um, this, this organism um, of the local church? Because you, you get to see its insides. You know how mm. people, people just get to see the outside of, of the church. They get to see you know, some of its beautiful spots. Um, and sometimes you get to see it has a scar there when there's a bit of conflict. <laughs> But you get to see the intestines and the the lungs and all this uh, stuff. <laughs> so, so, um, what are you looking to grow in, and what have you learned about this massive ship called the local church? What am I looking to grow in? Um, <clears throat> beginning of this year, really, my main thing had been interpreting scripture. I think what Jeb said it's hermeneutics at the beginning of the podcast. Um, so, so last week we had this workshop and it's really helped and we've been going through some lectures as well um, and just trying to see and understand what scripture is saying and how we can apply it to today. Because um, yeah, the main things is, is the Bible relevant to this age? Um, and I think I've been growing and I'm looking forward to growing in that uh, um, regard. Um, yeah, on just how to read scripture and apply it to today mm. and the insides of the church. Mm. How have the insides of the church been? So I, I, I got to see firsthand that, sure, um, ministry is a around-the-clock <laughs> job. Not Yeah, it's an around-the-clock occupation. Mm. Um, yeah, the hours are around-the-clock. <laughs> <laughs> they are around-the-clock. But it's, it's been good to see just how how much, how much um, gets done, the preparation that's, that gets put into sermons, um, the amount of prayer. Yeah, we, we pray a lot. Mm-hmm. And because we do need prayer because it mm-hmm. is the Lord's work. Um, so I think it's been good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this is where I finish my use of the word. It's been Javadai. <laughs> yeah, 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 there we go. <laughs> that's a good place to, to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've... I think the one place I'd like to grow mm. um, more in is just, you know, like loving others um, mm. in, in everything. I, you know, I mean, we've been covering that with amongst the, the team here at church, but, you know, just in the small things even, uh, just caring enough to pray daily for people that need it and uh, taking time to meet people and do things like that. It's so Mm. easy just to be self-centered in my prayers and Mm. um you know it's my chill time i'd rather not meet someone or Mm. things like that and just yeah really setting aside time uh for people uh, it's just something i've been challenged with um and one thing seeing the innards of the church i think Mm. is really seeing actually that everything's intentional Mm. um i think often Outside, you just think things happen and that's how mm. it is. Uh, but inside, you see that there's actually planning, there's thought mm. behind it. Uh, the pastors aren't just making it up as they go. <laughs> well, you know, maybe they are, but... <laughs> 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 
edit that out, uh, Carsten. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, just seeing that they they actually intentional and, mm. and focused on 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 what they're doing, sure. um, I think is also encouraging uh, to me. Yeah. Maybe to ask, so that's been uh, uh, the great side of, of seeing things from the inside. What what have you struggled to adjust to mm. as you come in? I think the, the hours. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that there's always some some random thing that needs to be done, that, that it takes up your time yeah. and then you have to catch up the rest. Uh, there's just always something going on that requires your time. So I think Tolam was probably going to say the same as me. I could not agree more, Khan. But, but, but the beauty about it is, so I, I looked at the calendar and I was like, we're in March already. Like it's the 15th of March yeah. today. And I'm like, just yesterday it was January. Mm. And where has this time gone? Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's just me. Maybe the pastors can help out here. <laughs> Does time go faster when you're in ministry? <laughs> or, or it feels like it just goes so quickly. Mm. Um, but yeah, just adjusting to the times. Like I said, it's around the clock. Yeah. It's, it's, you, you, don't, you don't get off days. We do, mm. but really, we don't get off days <laughs> for ministry. <laughs> you, know, you know why? I, I think, I think I've, I've, I don't know if I heard it from from Pastor Charles, or it was one of those great discoveries that you have one morning. <laughs> <laughs> But it's because like all our work is we work towards a Sunday, um. so like our whole week is like building up to Sunday. So like, and Sunday is the beginning of a new week. So it's always this constant. It's Sunday. Okay, Sunday's gone. And we're building it's, towards another Sunday, and we're building towards another Sunday, so it feels like it goes quickly because we there's so much work to be done before the Sunday mm. that it's like when you get to Sunday, it's like okay, now it's the time to <laughs> all that we've all that we've done is is now being shown here, and then it's like okay, it's done. Next now to the next Sunday, so yeah, I think I think at least for me, I felt definitely because we we're working towards towards Sunday the gathering. I mean, the mm. students we minister to on a Wednesday. We want them to get plugged in on Sunday to the greater body. The teenagers we minister to on Friday, mm. we want them to get plugged into the greater body. On on Sunday, we want those who are there on Sunday to get plugged into the greater body. So it's like everything is like to working towards the Sunday. If you're preaching, the sermon is for the Sunday. If you're leading worship, Sunday, um, and, and all those things. So mm. yes, it always feels like we're just driving, driving, mm. driving. Then you wake up, it's like, hey, yeah. it's April. Sure, and and I think it's also that there there is um, because ministry is mainly about people. Um, there is always needs. Uh, so, the, and I think yeah, I think Pastor Charles has mentioned this as well. Like it, you're never done, mm. never done. Yeah. You know, it's it's never like. I've done all my to-do list. There is always <laughs> yeah. a need. There's always someone to visit. There's always mm -hmm. someone who check up on. And, um, and I think it is, it is challenge, but at, at the same time, it is, uh, re rewarding and it is what God has called us to do to shepherd, yeah. to shepherd the flock. You know, if it, if it's, But it was just about office hours, you know, it, it's, we missed the point. It, sure. it is about, uh, loving God and, and loving people, you know, and, and, um, and so I think there is, uh, just a constant 
uh, need uh, everywhere um and things and i'm really glad that that these guys have said it because it so for those that think that it's only sunday <laughs> 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 Yeah, and, and so, um, maybe on a, on a different note, just like take serious the, the passes day off, you know, try to give them a break. <laughs> so, and, and we as passes, we actually take, uh, days off on different days just to kind of help us as well. Uh, but I think just, um, this gives a little bit of an idea to the rest of people. <laughs> So, so I think if if you're listening to this and you are encouraged by these guys, I would like to encourage you to pray for them. Um, the internship is a great opportunity for all of them to grow in their knowledge of God and grow in the service of the King, um, but also for them to to sharpen sharpen their tools as well. So this is a great opportunity that would like you to partner with us in praying for them, um, partner with us as well in encouraging them as well. Um, send them, send them messages of encouragement. Um, their numbers are on the church directory on the church center app. Um, so you can just go into the church center app. Their numbers are there, Tulamu or Conrad. Um, and just pray for these guys. Um, come, come see them on a Sunday. Tell them you're praying for them. Um, it's, it's great to pray for people, mm. but it's also great to tell them that you're praying for them because then they know that they're being prayed for. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's a great encouragement. I know I'm, I'm greatly encouraged when I get, uh, people just randomly shoot me a message saying, Hey, I've been praying for you. I'm like, mm. how did you know I needed uh, to hear that right yeah, now? Yeah. Um, and again, it's God, God in his providence. So that's one way. Well, two ways. One, uh, please pray for our interns. Two, please encourage them. Encourage them by telling them that you're praying for them mm. or just encourage them by, you know, acknowledging what the Lord is doing in their lives. And then three, you can support them financially as well. Um, <laughs> so you can support um, either Tulamo um, or Conrad or Daniel with either 150 rand a month um, or you can support them with 250 rand a month. Or you could give a once-off payment of 1,500 rand. Or you could give a once-off payment of 3,000 rand. Um, your support is greatly appreciated. It, it it helps us to open up these opportunities some more. Um, God has been so great to us that both Hannah and Karsten um, have had external support. Though they get supported from the church, um, the second half of the support is given by um, external partners. So we want to thank God for that. But also encourage you, if, if you are able... Um, and, and the Lord is leading you, won't you consider um, supporting our two interns? I know I plugged that in there, but um, yeah, it's great. It's, you don't have to be a part of our church to support them, by the way. Um, it's just a great blessing to the two of them. Yeah. So maybe any final words you would like to say to Central? Because mainly Central here is, even though we, we do have other uh, listeners uh, that are not part of our church, and we appreciate you. By the way, this gives you uh, gives you a bit of an insight of of central. Um, but you know what? How about how about we rephrase it? Because Isaac's gonna go offending our listeners. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any last words to those at Central and to those other than Central who are listening to this podcast? Thank you, Joe. How about do you have any I, last I, words? I need, to I need some translation. <laughs> uh, thank you. You should have just said it in Portuguese and we were just going to say, ah, what he meant was. Yeah. <laughs> so just to, to our listeners, um, who most of them are central, but we also have listeners from elsewhere. 
what I'd like to say is just three words. No, two words. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- thank you so much um, for, for listening to the Tab Brothers week in, week out. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Kidding. <laughs> jokes, jokes, Every jokes. second week. <laughs> oh, e- every second. I should know this. Where's that contract? Never I mean, mind. <laughs> I mean, we've already torn, we've <laughs> torn the one core, one half of your contract. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, your, your support is, is, is really greatly appreciated. Mm, yeah, and even for those who those who pray for us, even mm. uh, and those who are going to commit to pray for us, thank you for that. Sure. Mm. Those who are providing financial support is is really like after church they announced it one day. I saw some people fill, filling out the forms, and that was just really like encouraging to know people actually mm. care that much. Sure, um, and uh, and yeah, actually mainly pray that we would serve God with our time. Uh, mm. That's ultimately what it's for. Wherever mm. we end up going afterward, uh, mm. so. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, and I want to say, Jabu, maybe um, to uh, to these guys, and uh, and the Bible says, do uh, honor due to whoever deserves honor, honor them. You know, and and you guys have been doing a good job. Yeah. So keep keep up the sure. the good work. Um, it is really encouraging to yeah. to see you guys. Uh, plugged in and, and, and serving, you know, mm. and so uh, we see that and we appreciate uh, you guys, you know, and that goes for Carson as well, <laughs> you know, he he really puts a lot of time in as well, so thank you guys, we we are really blessed to have such amazing quality uh, interns. Yeah. You notice that Tolomo puts a name for everyone. <laughs> Brajabs, <laughs> Senor Pinto, Pinto. Con. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, <laughs> like <laughs> on, on what is Pastor Charles one? Oh, ah! no. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> this is where we end this podcast. <laughs> we should we should put it in our, in our post credit scene. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, what does he call Pastor yeah. Charles? Oh, yeah. Ach, but thanks, thanks for, for for listening in again. Um, it's always a great pleasure to know that people are encouraged by this podcast. Um, we trust that the Lord continues to um, bless you by His Word, bless you by um, the extra content and resources that you consume. Uh, we hope that this is a helpful resource. The the main reason we do this is we want it to be helpful, mm-hmm. um, helpful to those um, in the flock that we shepherd, but also helpful to the greater kingdom of Christ. So we. Yeah. Uh, we want to grow in how we do this, um, mm. and we want to continue not just being relevant for the sake of relevancy, um, but we want people to know that the Bible does, um, the Bible is sufficient for all things pertaining to life and godliness. So that's why we call this podcast tab uh, Theology Alive Podcast, because theology is alive and God's word is alive, mm. um, and, and it touches all spheres of our lives. So yeah. thanks for listening. We live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture, we must be like our culture. We live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant, we must somehow adapt it to the culture, and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth. We are relevant not because we are like our culture, we are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men. Our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. Later.
How do I have so much dust? <laughs> Don't put us out, bro. No, I press, <laughs> put us all into the same basket. Now, now you child me. Who knows? I probably had a date today. You didn't. I probably had a date plan.